According to the Windsor and Essex Health Unit, more than 1 in 10 households, 10.8%, are moderately or severely food insecure across the region. And with so many people out of work due to the coronavirus and dependent upon these essential community agencies in order to survive and feed their families, what's the key to making sure that they're fully stocked and receive the lifelines of support and all the branches they need in order to stay afloat. June Meir is the Chief Executive Officer of the Unemployment Health Center, Windsor. She joined me this week to discuss the food insecurity situation across Windsor and Essex County and what we can all do to lend a helping hand during this time. I'm Kevin McShann. Let's have this conversation. I began by asking Mir just how severe our food insecurity problem is here in Windsor and Essex County, and she says that it's imperative that we all take a collaborative approach to addressing the issue to ensure that no one in our community goes hungry. Well, it's uh, very significant. Um, local food insecurity is an invisible epidemic that we all uh, need to make people aware of. Um, so I, I believe bringing awareness to the food insecurity problem is what we all need to do. And it's all of our responsibility to do that, Kevin. And can you tell me, uh... Events like the June 27th miracle where uh, the uh, commun community donated over 2 million pounds of food. How uh, much does that help sort of uh, bridge the gap in this COVID environment? And how uh, encouraged were you with the results of the events? So it's going to help us tremendously. That's a lot of food. And the food's not just for the 15 food bank members that we serve here at the Unemployed Help Center, but it's going to help a whole community. There are lots of other food banks, uh, food kitchens. So 2 million pounds of food is going to go a long way. Um, they had announced 28,000 families um, would be helped with this food. Um, so for us, it means a lot because we're not able to conduct our fundraisers this year, as you know, because of COVID um, and people are donating, but having this food ensures that we're going to have food for families for a year. We have seen the Windsor-Essex Food Bank Association has seen a 12% increase since March 16th, since the pandemic started 
up until July 3rd. So it's, it's been 12%. And if that increase and that trend continues, we're going to need a lot of food. And in terms of serving uh, low-income families and families that may be uh, on the poverty line, have you seen uh, an increase in those uh, types of families that you're servicing, particularly now with school out and the food assistance mm -hmm. programs not being available to them? Absolutely, Kevin. So the Windsor-Essex Food Bank Association has served, like I said, since March 16th to July 3rd, a 12% increase um, since last year at this time, um, which is quite um, a significant increase. And a lot of those are families. And we know that uh, school's not in and children are not getting the lunch, you know, they're not getting the lunches that they normally would get at school. Um, so we really um, want our families to feel comfortable and know that we're here for these young families with children. And we've opened up food hubs, drive-through food hubs. You can also walk up if you don't have a car. Um, I'm not sure, Kevin, if you heard about our drive-through hubs, our drive-up hubs. Um, mm -hmm. So in other words, families that normally don't access a food bank um, that don't really want to go to a food bank at this time can just, you know, access a food hub, which makes it a lot more comfortable for them. Because we know that there are a lot of families once COVID hit that weren't able to work. We don't have a lot of jobs in Windsor where people can stay home and work. So a lot of their, um, you know, their, their wage has been cut in half. So you know, a lot of um, hospitality, um, the hospitality industry was hit hard too. We have many single moms that maybe, you know, were relying on their tips if they were a waitress and they could no longer rely on that. So their income has been severely hit. We also know that there were children that went to school that relied on these uh, programs. So we're ensuring that all families can access a hub and uh, know that they're gonna get nutritional food for their kids. We have a program called After the Bell. Um, each and every summer we get food, um, uh, child-friendly food packs from Food Banks Canada for children um, that might not have access to food during the summer months. So we've got this program and we're still getting the packs and we're still getting them out to the children um, in need. Um, so we're still trying to help those families and any family that's out there that needs support. We want them to call us. We've got gift certificates. We got um, the healthy nutritional food packs for families, boxes, I should say, from Victorian Order of Nurses. They actually made up uh, food uh, boxes that were just so um, healthy that we gave out to families. And, and we're here for those families and we want them to know that. According to Statistics Canada, and CTV News, the unemployment rate in Windsor is the highest among major cities in Canada, standing at 16.7%. And Muir says the unemployment rate and food insecurity remain closely interconnected in our region. It's absolutely interconnected because when you're unemployed, the last thing you spend your money on is food, Kevin. So they'll make sure they pay their rent, they pay their utilities. And so unfortunately, food is one of the last things. So we want these families to know that we're here for them.
and that we've got food and we want to get the food out to people that need it. Families, seniors, students, there's a variety of uh, different new faces showing up at our food banks, at our, our food hubs, and we're here to help them. Um, that's what the food is here for. And we're in a pandemic. So we realize that um, people are suffering. And as time goes on, um, we know that the need's going to get greater. We know that the third shift at Chrysler's on Friday ended. That's and that those one, individuals, yeah. yeah. And so there's also all the little feeder plants that are going to be suffering as well. So until you, you're waiting for those EI checks, um, you're never prepared. And like I said, food is the last thing that people want to, you know, spend their money on because they're going to try and keep their heat or their electrical bill going so they can have air conditioning. They want to pay that rent. They've got bills to pay. So if we can help by providing a basic need such as food, which we're all entitled to, we all deserve to sit down and eat a good meal, a good healthy meal. That's what we're here to do. And uh, it really does help and, and lessen the burden for families that need the food, as well as how do you concentrate on, a, on, on finding a new job or finding a new career or going back to school if you don't have food to eat or food to feed your family? So if we can help and lessen that burden and, and, and help those individuals, um, that's why we're here and we really want to get that message out to families and, and individuals. And in terms of helping uh, people find work, uh, I know that you do uh, extensive, extensive work in that area as well. So I'm wondering what, what sort of challenges are arising because of the pandemic in terms of mm -hmm. uh, job search, searching and helping mm -hmm. uh, people find secure employment. Mm -hmm. So if people want to work, there are jobs and they can call us at 519-944-4900. We're here to help them. We do have a lot of job opportunities posted, but the challenges right now are there are a lot of families that have that live with people that are compromised. So during COVID, they're not able to work or they don't wanna work because they don't wanna, you know, bring something home to one of their family members. But, you know, at the same time, there are others that need to work and, and maybe feel there are no job opportunities out there, but there are. And um, we're here to help them, we're here to guide them. Um, but the biggest challenge for some employers are to find people um, to fill the jobs at this time because, you know, there, there's a lot of um, their staff that might be home because they have childcare issues. Um, so they need to replace these individuals for the time being. And then there's, you know, people that just can't work because of children or elderly parents, or maybe they're looking after somebody with COVID. So there's a lot of different reasons why people can't work. And there's a lot of different reasons why employers can't find employees at this time. But no matter what, we're here to help. Um, so if you have any questions, never hesitate to reach out to us. And uh, we have 26 programs and services. So if people are at home and they want to take advantage of some of our programs that they can do um, online, um, participate in something online, you know, give us a call and we're there to help you and direct you and uh, get you through this very difficult time. And in terms of uh, how people can help if they want to mm -hmm. uh, support your efforts in terms of food or employment, how do they do that? So anybody can call us and 
let us know if they want to donate food, donate their time. Um, just give us a call. Many people in the community, as you saw from um, June 27th, Miracle Day, really people right now just want to know, how can I help? And they really want to get involved with their community. And I think that was really proven. And it was amazing to see the turnout and the generosity of the community and the organizers that put uh, June 27th, Miracle Day together were, were just awesome. They didn't know one another and they came together and they got this day happening and they you know, connected and uh, people donated over 2 million pounds of food. Um, so you can go on their website if you want to volunteer and sort food at the WFCU Center. Um, there is a, in a little uh, form that you fill out. So if people want to help that way, they can. Anything anybody wants to do is, I, I would suggest, just reach out. There's a lot of not-for-profit organizations out there um, that would just love the help, I'm sure. But, uh, you know, if you want to help sort food, please go on the Miracle 27th uh, website, and uh, it'll give you directions on how you can help sort food. And then my final question for you is, what, was, what would be your message to people out there who may be uh, struggling through this time? And uh, are you seeing an increase in any certain demographic that you may not have seen, seen before the pandemic? Mm -hmm. So we see a lot of different faces utilize our drive-up hubs and walk-up. Um, access to food. So what we did before, I should explain to you, Kevin, we had a grocery store model, but we had to change our model once COVID hit. We knew that we couldn't have people in our food bank as well as the other 15 food banks. So what we did was we um, opened up four and we're down to three hubs where cars just drive up they pop their trunk open, they access food pretty quickly, and we have seen a lot of new faces, and we have seen a lot of families, but we also see seniors, we also see a lot of international students, we also, also see a lot of students, so I wouldn't say there's really a trend in any one, um, you know, geographical um, status. Um, so anyways, I don't, I guess I should reword that. I don't really see a trend. It's everyone that needs help that's accessing the hubs. So um, everybody's utilizing it and that's what we want. We want people to feel uh, comfortable. Um, not everybody feels comfortable if they've never used a food bank before. So that's why these drive up hubs are helping. It makes people feel um, they can access it. We want them to still feel they're comfortable. We don't ask a lot of questions. So my message to people um, out there that are afraid or just really don't want to ask for help, don't feel that way. You know, look up on our website where our hubs are and, and just please come out and, and get some food. That's what we're here for. And the community has just donated all this food and want to make sure it gets in the right hands. So if you're uncomfortable, you can always call us and, and we'll help direct you and uh, know that we're here. Well, June, I want to thank you for your time this morning and all the work that you and your staff, staff do to make our community a, a, a better place to live. Thanks so much for your time and for oh, joining us this oh, morning. Oh, thank you. I, it was a pleasure joining you anytime, Kevin, and take care, stay healthy. You too. Thanks for your